0: you're listening to the cars of carlisle network podcast episode number 163 featuring special guest rhonda williams mustang racer and founder of the national pancreatic cancer foundation remember this is your podcast together it's all about car community car culture.
1: Cars of Carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive. Darren and his CFC team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows to team adventures to auto racing weekends to behind-the-scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip. Today, ride right along as Rhonda Williams, founder and national director of the National Pancreatic Cancer Foundation, explains how her love for high-performance Mustangs has aligned her with compassionate support for those battling with pancreatic cancer. As the NPCF website captures, Rhonda embodies Drive for a Purpose by leveraging her Mustangs to provide nationwide cancer awareness to car shows, rallies, and autocross courses from coast to coast, it's time to head to
0: Rapid City, South Dakota to meet Rhonda Williams. So, let's get revved up! Hello and welcome back, Cubers, to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your trusted host, Darren. As always, it is great to have you back with us again on this latest audio road trip. This episode's interview will provide some insights into the foundation that Rhonda Williams started back in 2009 and how she's applied her love of motorsport to providing much-needed pancreatic cancer awareness to the general public. We're going to head to the studio phone interview momentarily, but first, don't go anywhere, because this episode's trivia question is ready for the green flag to drop. We'll be gone for just about 60 seconds.
2: Right now, we would like to proudly mention our official OEM sponsor, Porsche Mechanicsburg. In the market for a Macan, Cayenne, 718 or 911, Porsche Mechanicsburg will match you with the perfect vehicle from their extensive inventory of pre-owned and new models. When it comes to service on these magnificent machines, their record of quality workmanship is unmatched with a staff of mechanics whose prowess in all facets of Porsche engineering is world-class. These are all time-tested trademarks that have been part of the Faulkner Auto Group since 1932. 2021 will witness an expansion of their sales and service excellence with the now-completed new state-of-the-art Porsche Center. Located at 6625 Carlisle Pike, Porsche Mechanicsburg is the destination when ready to make that dream a reality, parked in your driveway. Okay, it's time for this episode's Trivia Challenge.
0: Here it is, multiple choice. So, how quickly can a 19 Shelby GT500 accelerate from 0 to 60? A. Is it 4.1 seconds? B. 3.9 seconds? C. 3.7 seconds? D. 3.6 seconds? That answer awaits at the end of this episode. It's now time to meet Rhonda, a highly altruistic person who never tires of giving her best to the pancreatic cancer community. Hello and welcome back, Cubers. This is Darren and I am privileged to be on the phone tonight with Rhonda Williams. Rhonda, hello and welcome.
1: Hi, Darren. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy work schedule and and all that you do. Rhonda actually founded the National Pancreatic Cancer Foundation or the NPCF back in 2009. In fact, she's here to tell us about that organization and all the good work they're doing for individuals that are are battling that uh, that form of cancer, as well as to talk a little bit about her affinity for Mustangs. I think you told me before we went on air, Rhonda, that you've had five in your stable over the years. Yeah. Yes,
1: I have had five from when I was 16 till now, so, yep.
0: <laughs> and I we talked about that, that 77, it's still a Mustang, and that counts, and, and then i I'm really all the way up to your, your current day GT350, we'll definitely get into all of that, but... Uh, Yes, you are a tried and true Mustang fan and owner and, and certain, certainly take it uh, or take both uh, your 04 and your 19 to uh, car shows to rallies and you race and autocross and been doing that since 2016. but uh, I want to turn it over just have you tell us a little bit about uh, certainly about the, the foundation and uh, how you started that back in 2009 and let' let's just uh, listen in and, and have you share with us. Uh, what was the genesis? What what drove that because your drive of the purpose tagline? Obviously, you're doing amazing things to help people that are in true need.
1: Yes, you, you know, um in 2000 um, in 2004 November 2004 my
0: mother-in-law was diagnosed
1: with um, pancreatic cancer and She actually survived five years, which is a little bit unheard of for pancreatic cancer um, but she fought she fought a good battle um, during that time we we realized that, um, all of their retirement, um, all of their, any money they saved over their lifetime to, to use in their golden years was depleted, um, because of the cancer. Um, so in 2009, um, I decided that, um, we needed to do something a little bit different. There were, there were several, I believe 23 pancreatic cancer organizations at that time. And we, uh, We chose to do it differently. We decided to do direct financial assistance for these patients so that while they're in treatment and they're uh, going through chemo and radiation and all the stuff that goes along with cancer, uh, we were able to help them pay their bills. So we pay their rent, um, mortgage, and or utilities, or all of them, uh, for up to six months for each family that has um, requested assistance from us. So it was started through my mother-in-law, and um, we didn't want her to to pass away from pancreatic cancer in vain. So we wanted to put some energy and some time to really uh, push awareness for pancreatic cancer because in 2004 when she was diagnosed, I had no idea what pancreatic cancer was. Um, many other people do not know what pancreatic cancer is. So our mission was, hey, let's get the word out. Let's get more awareness. Let's talk to people and 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 get everything going. So in, in 2016, after all of that, um, I was trying to, I was brainstorming. How do we, how do, what avenues do we have to to really get out there and, and get get with people and, and show them, you know, this is what pancreatic cancer is, this is what it does, this is how we help. Um, and so I bought my uh, 2005, or excuse me, 2004 Mustang uh, from a gentleman in Colorado who had had it in his garage for a few years he had bought it in Hawaii and um, brought it over but his, his wife said either the car or the boat. <laughs> so he <laughs> sold the car and I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when um, I started racing at Autocross and Steamboat uh, at the Rocky Mountain Mustang Roundup. And the first race I did I was completely addicted to it. <laughs> um, I was like this is the most amazing thing I've ever done with any of my Mustangs. So, mm. um, so I wrapped it. I took the, uh, the car and I took it to a company down in Colorado and they designed a wrap for me and they wrapped the, the Mustang. And then I took it up to Sturgis for my next race. That one I actually ended up getting first.
0: Outstanding.
1: Uh, it was my second, yeah, my second autocross race. So <laughs> it was so much fun though. And I, I just, the, the camaraderie of the people who, who own these cars and are car people and go to these events, uh, they're just very supportive. They're down-to-earth people, mm-hmm. and they take the time to ask, "Hey, what's your car about? What What is What are you doing, and and why?" So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. kind
0: of how we got started. Outstanding. Well, I, I can understand the fact that not only doing the uh, you know for the drive for cause, but also having fun while doing it. And you hit on something very important. And everyone that uh, has listened to this podcast for any time knows that it's the community of people that is really at the forefront and the cars themselves are a way to bring us together. But, uh, it's great to hear that you've had such a good experience in the autocross community.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, at, from going, going from Sturgis, I, the next following year, we, we decided to, to pick, take it out to, we actually went out, um, I'm sure, I think you know, Dan Neve, we went out to yes. cruise for a cause mm-hmm. and we, we did the autocross there and we've been there twice now and that's a lot of fun. And it's great to have the, um, Uh, to have Dan and and we kind of work together um, because we do similar things just for different types of cancer. So, um, so that's fun. And and this year we, we branched out and we went to, um, oh my gosh, we went, let me, what was our first one? Jefferson City. We went to Jefferson Mm, City. Of course, last year, we didn't get to go anywhere because it was COVID. Um, But we got to go to Jefferson City to the Shelby Fest. And then we went to Tulsa which was amazing because that, that's where I get some time on a road course. And so we did the Hallett Motor Raceway, and that was a lot of fun. And then I did the drag racing, which I've done drag racing one other time with this car. And in Tulsa, I actually ended up first in the ladies' class for drag racing. So oh that was gosh. very exciting. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. Now, you mentioned a couple of different disciplines, uh, road course. You mentioned, of course, you're very experienced with the autocross and the drag racing. Um, could you put it in a certain, you know, most favorite to least favorite order?
1: I love autocross first. Okay. autocross is my absolute favorite. Mm. Then I would say drag racing, and I do like the road courses. Um, they're they're a little bit more than what I'm normally used to as far as speed and stuff like that. Mm. But the more I do it, the more I like it. So it'll probably be another <laughs> favorite short in short time
0: so <laughs> that's great we've well, been very successful no matter what uh, what format it sounds that's that's really fun the uh for those that i mean most everyone's familiar with autocross and and uh so i've i've only had a not a lot of seat time uh, driving parking lots with with cones and, and and not full scca sanction type things but for those that aren't as familiar with it what can you share about the world of autocross, what you have come to enjoy, um, the technical aspects, and certainly you already mentioned about uh, the great group of down-to-earth people.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, you know, when I when I first did it, I thought, "What? What is this? Mm-hmm. You know, what are we doing in this parking lot with a bunch of cones?" And it was at first very intimidating because I was I was walking through this course. and I'm thinking, "Oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? I've never done anything like this." And it was easy. The The group of people that help you learn how to autocross are amazing. Um, and they just, they, they go with you and they, they tell you exactly what to do. And the, it's very, you get, your speeds don't get very high in autocross. So it's obviously it's cone racing. So they set up a track in a parking lot, any parking lot mm. pretty much will do. It, it can be long. It can be short. Um, I prefer the shorter tracks with more turns than the longer ones. Um, but uh, yeah, you just, it's, not about speed it's more about I mean obviously you want to get the best time so there is some speed but you're not going over 20-25 miles per hour at sure. any autocross really maybe a couple that are longer but that's it and then um you know so it's more of a skill in driving than I mean it's a skill to drag race too but um drag racing I have launch control so I can uh, just right, right push the gas and steer straight and yeah. shift, obviously. But um, autocross seems to be a little bit more technical. And um, even though the speeds aren't as high, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. And then going across the country, you're running into people that you've seen at other autocross events. So you're making these connections and these friends and uh, literally a support group for the type of racing that you're doing. So um, it's just been a phenomenal experience. Um, I'm so glad I got into it. Um, I'm, I'm sorry that I didn't get into it sooner in life I, oh. if I would have known about it, but I just, I just didn't know. My mm-hmm. first um, uh, Mustang Rally was in Steamboat back in 2016, so that's where I started learning all
0: that. Now, do you drive to the tracks? Do you trailer the, uh, the GT350?
1: We trailer the GT350, yeah. We used to drive the, the little white Mustang um, and to Steamboat and stuff, but then I, when I started leaving the state of Colorado, because that's where I'm originally from, mm-hmm. then I started um, trailering it, and we just now, this year, bought a brand-new enclosed trailer that's wrapped as well. So, oh, nice. So you can see us coming. Our truck is wrapped, our trailer's wrapped, and the car inside is wrapped. So.
0: Excellent, excellent. Now, do you do all your own mechanicals, you and your husband together as a team? How, do, how does that, when you're on the road?
1: Um, we we do. He's he's my he's my crew guy, so he mm-hmm. he's in charge of making sure my tires are at pressure and that I pass tech inspect and all that good stuff. Sure. I, I count on him. And he just volunteers this time, and of course, he's my driver, and um, without the car by myself, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he... Yeah, he's been an integral part of all of this. Um, Great. He's an amazing man. He's very supportive. We, we met um, September 1st at the Sturgis Mustang Rally. So that actually brought us together, even though he is a Chevy guy. But, oh, wow. Okay. Um, but it's okay.
0: He <laughs> can take the bow tie <laughs> we have,
1: off. We have two, <laughs> what now?
0: He can take the proverbial bow tie off to uh, spend time with the Blue Oval. That's good. <laughs>
1: Yep, I even got him to wear a, a Shelby hat. and oh, wow. um, When I first met him, I we had um, gotten a Shelby hat from the Ford Performance trailer, and <laughs> I gave it to him. And his daughter said he'll never wear that. Well, he he always wears it. So that was I was like, really, he wouldn't wear it. So it was kind of funny. But yeah, he wears the Mustang stuff, and people give him a hard time because he's a Chevy guy. But yeah, mm-hmm. he's very supportive of what we do and in, in the mm-hmm. foundation and in my my racing.
0: That's excellent. Well, how have you found that you're racing the the wrapped cars, the wrapped enclosed trailer, the wrapped tow truck, uh, the tow vehicle, how has that perhaps, uh, maybe you can share how that's opened up dialogue as you, prior to when your mother-in-law, of course, fell ill uh, back in 2004, how has the vehicle, let's say you're stopping at a Flying J truck stop or something and you're, you're traveling interstate and someone comes up and asks you what it's all about, how have you been able to perhaps provide awareness in the most, um, you know, common of ways just, to, just passing through?
1: You know what? It's funny cause no matter which vehicle I'm driving, even if it's just our, our tow vehicle that's wrapped, um, I get stopped all the time with someone who says, Hey, my, my mom or my dad or my sister or someone has passed away from pancreatic mm-hmm. cancer or they had pancreatic cancer. Um, Unfortunately, very few people are are still alive that they're talking about, but it, they've had, they've been touched by it, so mm-hmm. they they want to know, you know, how can we get involved? How can we help? And mm-hmm. we actually have a on the tow vehicle that we use, we have a box, and it has um, little um, flyers in it that tells you um, the. Symptoms and signs of pancreatic cancer because that's one of the biggest things because there is no early detection for pancreatic mm-hmm. cancer. You cannot go in and get a CAT scan, an MRI, or a PET scan and
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, and be told you know you, you, there's just no way to do it without that. So what are um, some of those most could, interesting?
0: Could you share some of those? Maybe? What are some? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, so my mother-in-law she suffered um, uh, jaundice, okay. and that was the telltale sign for her. So. Um, but there's there's a lot. Diabetes is a is something that can go along with pancreatic cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just and, and oddly like back pain. So there's some things that that people get that they might think is just something normal. Um, mm-hmm. I can tell you from first-hand experience. Just this past just this past weekend, my husband and I went to a, a funeral for a, a family here in Rapid City that lost their mom to pancreatic cancer and. She was diagnosed in March. She had um, severe, severe diarrhea. She was jaundiced mm-hmm. um, and she, she lost an insane amount of weight. Mm-hmm. Um, so weight loss, nausea, um, change in stool, mm-hmm. uh, loss of appetite, jaundice, back pain. Um, these are a lot of the, the symptoms that people will have, but some people don't even show symptoms and they don't even know that they have it until they go in and something else, you know, detects it. So we just don't have anything simple to detect pancreatic cancer. So, and if you find it in the stage one or two, you have a very good chance of survival. Three and four, your chance of survival is 8% at that point. Okay. So it's, it's a very difficult uh, uh, cancer to deal with and, and very painful mm-hmm. um, to pass away from too. Something that no family should have to go through ever wow. um it's just a it's just a horrible horrible cancer so i the more awareness and the more we can get out to people that hey sure. you know but then on the flip side of that one of my best friends is a 13 year survivor and she had stage four so
0: wow um, is she in remission currently you know Rhonda?
1: she is she she gets tested every year she just had got tested uh, last month and um she she is still Cancer free, and she she took it with she she took all kinds of directions. She went to um, cancer treatment centers of America, and they treat the whole mind, body, and soul. So they don't just chemo you and radiation you. They treat with the stress in your life, the chaos that's Absolutely. going on that may be, you know adding
0: to the issues with mm-hmm. cancer. So and the holistic approach, essentially.
1: Yes, the holistic approach. Absolutely. We and as a foundation, we we fund both uh, research. We fund traditional and, um, alternative and integrative research. Nice. So,
0: well, the, the testing, like, like for your best friend, um, is it, it's a different type and so certainly they can't use that type of test to do any kind of, um, diagnosis per se, correct?
1: Um, they can't do, so they, uh, right now, just to give you a little bit of information, mm-hmm. there is a urine test that was, um, created and you may have heard about it but um jack Andraka, he was a 15 year old he's now 21 but he invented a an early detection test a urine test wow. it's in the FDA, and it will be there for another 18 years before wow. we can use it which is unsettling
0: yes really. and
1: disappointing so that's um that's that's kind of the stuff that goes on and why we've We've reached out and tried to do some alternative and um, holistic stuff because the my my friend who is still a survivor um, that's what she did she just you know she started juicing right away she paid attention to nutrition she did all kinds of alternative stuff to to help and it worked, you know, mm. she did chemo and radiation as well, but they, I mean, she was stage four. The doctors had told her, go home and get your affairs in order. Wow. And she was like, she was like, I don't think so. So, and I have another, um, uh, our board president of the foundation, his father-in-law is a nine year survivor.
0: Mm.
1: So we, those are the stories that we really, really want to share, of but course. we just need more of those.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I understand. Well, perhaps talk a moment about on the US site, um, the meet our warriors page i think that's I, I really uh it was inspiring to see some of those stories maybe you can you can share some of your favorites or just what what people can find on that particular part of your site
1: yeah if you go to the um foundation's website at npcf.us um you can see many stories of um people who have battled pancreatic cancer some who are still with us um chris actually the 13 year survivor. She is on that page. You can read her full story. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also is the founder of the purple Irish foundation and they do, they do similar stuff to what we do just on a, a little bit smaller level, just in Maine. Um, but you can read her story. Um, I, I'll tell you what Chris's is probably my most favorite story out of all of them. Um, and then with our warriors, uh, we usually during Christmas, we will do um, a giveaway or we'll do uh, let us see not this last year but the year before we did um, where we put their stories out on, on the social media and people donated directly to them so any funds that were donated to that family after reading their story went directly to them for Christmas and it wasn't for anything specific it was just they had written in and said hey we need help with this that or the other and it was outside our normal parameters so um, all of them met the amount that they needed, and we were able to to help five families. Um, it was the Christmas of 2019, and then last year we we actually gave away a car. So we bought a Ford um, EcoSport.
0: Okay.
1: And we had we had all of our. Um, cancer patients that, that we reached out to that of course it was on our social media. So anyone who had pancreatic cancer could, could, um, to enter the drawing, we did the car, the grand prize. We did five $2,000 gift cards and then we did $10,000 gift cards. So we gave away all those. And then anybody who did not win this last Christmas, we, we, we gave them $500. So we paid everybody $500, wow. um, for taking the time and, and knowing that they were battling such such a nasty little cancer, so um, that's just stuff we do with our warriors and and some of our other uh, people. And and there are a lot of lot more warriors, but there's a lot of people that don't want their story out
0: there too. They're just very private. So. Sure, sure, I get that.
1: But yeah, yeah. But a lovely lady in North Carolina won our eco sport, and we took it down to her. So
0: she was <laughs> that's thrilled. great. You delivered it in the. Uh... I guess, did you have the enclosed trailer at the time?
1: I didn't have it at the time, that was our plan, but um, we ended up actually hiring a company to take it down there for just because of, we were still dealing with some of the COVID stuff and we didn't, we don't want to expose a patient to anything that they don't need to be exposed to. So they kind of did it very carefully.
0: Yeah, that makes complete sense. Yeah. But it would have been, it would
1: have been great if we would have been able to take it down there in the trailer, that's that's probably going to be something that we do do again for Mm -hmm. sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I really it's, uh, I just have a lot of appreciation for all that you've been doing on this and, and certainly hard at work on it since 2009. So uh, great, great job uh, for the dozen years or so you've been putting everything, your passion into this, and thank you for that.
1: Well, thank you. Yeah, it's it's I love what I do, and we get so much much back from doing these things and mm-hmm. it's it's great it's awesome and we're 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 a we're a smaller organization but we we raise a lot of money so what we try to keep our like we have two people on staff and everyone else is volunteers so
0: well and i noticed just with uh what you've been able to uh, through the website it's we're talking seven figures that's that's impressive it really is
1: absolutely yep we've we've yeah we've uh We've given, we've given out to patients and families over a million dollars
0: in assistance. Yeah, that's incredible. You are definitely making a difference. There's no question about that. Well, I, I have to say again, uh, Rhonda, hats off to you and, and I think uh, it just, uh, it's so great to see all that you're doing. I know folks can find you. We talked about mpcf.us, uh, hashtag mpcf, hashtag create awareness. Uh, Feel free to share other ways uh, that people can find you to learn more about it. I wanna give you final time behind the wheel to talk about anything with the foundation, anything about upcoming events, whatever it may be, this is your time, I'm giving the soapbox to you. Okay, well I
1: appreciate that. So you can find us obviously on our website, um, npcf.us. You can also find us on uh, multiple Facebook pages. Our main Facebook page is just um, National Pancreatic Cancer Foundation, or you can look it up at NPCF2009 um, on Facebook. We're also on Instagram, um, Twitter, and I think those are all of our platforms that we're on right now. But um, if you, if anyone, one thing I would like to get out there is if anyone knows anyone who's suffering from pancreatic cancer and they're just struggling with um, financial stuff, and and anything, because we we, we help with being advocates as well, um, trying to direct people in the right right direction for the right doctors and whatnot. Um, But you can apply for, they can apply for assistance right on our website. There's a button right when you log in to the website, it says apply for assistance. Mm -hmm. You can also donate through our our foundation page, and um, we also have a text to donate that we use as well, um, which is all over our vehicles and whatnot, but it's, Uh, If you wanted to donate that way, you could do um, HOPE for PC, and you text that to 243725. That's another way to help us continue what we're doing and helping the people um, that need our help that are suffering from pancreatic cancer. Um, Our next event, we leave on this Wednesday for Overland Park, Kansas, to the Yellow Brick Road event. So we're very excited to go down there. This is our first year there. Um, we got some really cool stuff lined up with some people to talk to some people and, and get more awareness out there. And then, um, of course, my favorite, very favorite event that um, I always go to is the Sturgis Mustang Rally, and that is coming up um, the end of August, beginning of September, so we'll be there as well. And um, we do have events that go on or across the country through, um, and you can find out through our website, those events, we list them on there um, whenever... Uh, someone reaches out and says, "Hey, we're holding this event to benefit your organization." So, um, yeah, and there's other information on our website: how you can get involved, how you can volunteer, how you can run a Facebook page in your area um, to bring more awareness. And uh, there's also information to learn more about pancreatic cancer treatments and in our drive with a purpose and, and how we travel all over the place, getting the word out that uh, more people need to know about. Absolutely. Pancreatic cancer.
0: Wow. Thank you very much for all that you're doing. Um, it's an in- incredible mission you're on, and uh, certainly hope those that are listening will support in any way they can. And, and just uh, if nothing else, be more aware. And uh, if they cross anyone that is is struggling or suffering, that they they know to maybe even uh, drive them to the MPCF.US site or, or otherwise. But uh, really. Uh, uh, really appreciate and value uh, all that you give in, in doing this mission. And so thank you very much, Ronda.
1: Well, thank you for that. I, I I like what I do, and I like to be able to help people. So it's yeah. been rewarding both both ways. I can understand that.
0: Well, please be safe on the road and with all the traveling to the to Yellow Brick and and beyond. And certainly keep uh, keep enjoying all that time on the autocross tracks. Uh, you certainly have a natural skill, and and uh, it's. Uh, evident that you love it too. So it's, it's so cool that you get to uh, promote while enjoying something that uh, others can uh, appreciate. So that's excellent. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, thank you for being on the show. We uh, here at Cars of Carlisle very much appreciate your time. And I know it's been a busy Monday for you, but thank you so much. And, and uh, we'll talk soon.
1: Well, thanks, Sharon. Thanks for letting us uh, get our information out there. Appreciate
0: that. Absolutely. Take care, Rhonda. From Studio A, I'd like to extend a big thank you to Rhonda Williams for being a friend of the Cars of Carlisle Network and most certainly for giving of her time to be on the show. With as busy as she is and all the traveling and campaigning that she does, we were fortunate to spend some time getting to know more about her and the NPCF. All right, friends, it is time to trailer the autocross car and address this episode's trivia answer. But before we do that, we'll be right back. Do you have a bucket list? Is there an entry on that list that reads something like drive a supercar on a racetrack? Well, if so, we know how to help. Check out one of our valued corporate sponsors, Extreme Experience. They make supercars accessible to anyone. In fact, Extreme Experience travels to over 30 racetracks around the United States with a fleet of supercars so that anyone can drive the car of their dreams. And that fleet includes Porsches, Lamborghinis, McLarens, Ferraris, and more. Some of those exotic supercars you'll find on the website include The Ford Mustang Shelby GT500, the Corvette C8, C51, the Mercedes AMG GTR, the Porsche 911 GT3 RS, Ferrari 488 GTB, and more. Anyone over the age of 18 with a valid driver's license can drive, and those drives start at $109. There are no limiters or adjustments made to the cars so that you can get the maximum speed possible. In fact, along with your price comes a professional instructor who's sitting in the passenger seat, and they are going to be encouraging you to go faster i've done it and it is awesome if you're not ready to drive or you'd like to take along friends and family for another type of thrill well there is a high speed ride along available for anyone ages 12 or older those start at 69 dollars and for this season the charger hellcat y buddy will be used for the ride along so it is your turn to experience the thrill of racing an exotic supercar on a real racetrack with no speed limits and no experience necessary be sure to visit TheExtremeExperience.com. That's T-H-E-X-T-R-E-M-E-X-P-E-R-I-E-N-C-E.com. Okay, it's trivia time. As you recall, the trivia question was multiple choice, and it was, how quickly can a 2019 Shelby GT500 accelerate from 0 to 60? A was 4.1 seconds, B 3.9, C 3.7, D 3.6 seconds. And the answer, according to Car and Driver, who did a test in December 10th of 2019, uh, was a l- couple ticks slower than what uh, the OEM had claimed, but uh, Car and Driver had noted 3.6 seconds. And at that time, the GT500 passed through the quarter-mile traps in 11.8 seconds, nailing 125 miles an hour. My friends, we are at the end of the show. As always, we absolutely appreciate your participation, listening in, emailing us, letting us know things you want to hear, topic ideas. We welcome that. I read every single email that comes to Outlook.com, so keep those coming. We are so appreciative of you being an integral part of this road trip journey. Can't wait to have you come back again next time. Because together, it's all about car community, car culture. For now, I'll sign off with drive well, be well, take care.